I am so excited for you to join me for today's episode of Shine On, your monthly encouragement to shine. Not just shine, though. Shine the light of Christ. If you would love to hear more encouragement to continue to shine the light of Christ, don't hesitate to go to howdoshedothat.life and connect into my YouTube page. There you will receive weekly encouragement to shine. Once again, that's howdoshedothat.life. I love sharing how Jesus is in the smallest of tasks and the biggest of challenges for a woman who lives fearlessly because of him without hands and feet. Last episode, we shared how you could find your shine. Jesus' purpose for you can be in the tears you have cried. If you didn't have a chance to hear that, I encourage you to go back as we talk a lot about the space in between. I also shared in our last episode that the space in between is a period in time where you face an uncertain future. Perhaps you've received news that you weren't expecting, a health challenge or a lost friend or a loved one. The space in between can be painful and it can steal your hope because we know the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But my friend, last episode we also celebrated that the space in between is where Jesus resides. He who is our hope. The space in between is a place where we can reach out and allow him to carry us. Today, we're going to re-enter the space in between because I want to share with you that is also where our faith can be strongest. So not only does Jesus reside in the space in between, but so does our chance to have faith that is way bigger than a mustard seed. Jesus told us that if we had faith the size of a mustard seed, we could move mountains. I often think of my faith as the size of a grapefruit. I like to think of it bigger than a mustard seed, but still keep it a little humble. People often say to me, you must have really strong faith. Faith has carried me through the trials and tribulations of life, not only losing my limbs, but the trials before and following that season. This journey as a quadruple amputee could only be taken with strong faith. Through it, my faith has grown even stronger. Faith has carried me through the darkest moments, carried me through the terror of the idea of standing for the first time, or climbing a hill on prosthetic legs, or even learning how to swim without hands and feet. How big is your faith? It wasn't long after I lost my limbs and started to get my life back that I had sat in front of a doctor who told me that I would have to have both my hips replaced. For a woman who had been through surgeries and procedures, I wasn't prepared for this news. After my first hip replacement, I returned home and after much recovery, decided to take my very first walk into the back forest. The day was sunny and bright and I grabbed a couple of walking sticks that were specially made for a woman with no hands. The first few steps into the forest brought such great joy to my heart. It's the place I feel closest to God. The sun 
warmed my face, and I wanted to make sure I took time to celebrate God and thank Him for each step. As I proceeded into the forest a little deeper, I suddenly realized that I hadn't really thought this trip out. In front of me was a makeshift bridge, and by makeshift I mean it was barely a bridge. It was several boards thrown together, probably with the intent of being there for someone who did have feet. In that moment, I panicked. I thought to myself, I should run home. What am I thinking? But then, as I went to take the next step, I hesitated and talked it out with God. I shared my fears, as I often do, and waited to hear his voice. Was my faith bordering on a bit of insanity? Or was he there, as he always is, waiting to help me accomplish something that brought me so much joy and closer to him? For me, this moment, the moment in which my foot is placed on the bridge but not quite ready to take a step, it represents a moment of faith in the space in between, where we need our faith the most. In that space is where we can allow faith to carry us through. So, taking a deep breath, step by step, I walked across the bridge made of skids and planks of wood on prosthetic legs. When I crossed, I thanked the Lord for being with me and holding my hand once again. I can think of so many moments in my life where I have had to rely on faith. That feeling that you get in your heart, that you are offering it up to God and allowing Him to decide what the future will hold. Faith is strongest when we take it in the knowledge that we are following His will. How many times in your life have you struggled with faith? When you hit that space in time in which you have a decision to make, are you going to let that faith carry you through? Will you keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith? I can think of so many examples where faith can carry us through. It doesn't have to be when you're hanging off the side of a mountain. It can be something as simple as deciding to move to a new home taking a new job, or sitting in the space in between and facing loss. What types of things in your life have caused you to take a leap of faith? When I think about that moment at the edge of the bridge, all the fear and anticipation that came with it, I cannot help but think of a woman who reached out to touch Jesus' robe 2,000 years ago. Scripture tells us the story of a woman who had the faith to walk up to Jesus. He was in a crowd, surrounded by disciples, throngs of people, we are told. And this woman walked up, snuck in, and reached out with all the hope, anticipation, and faith we can imagine and touched Jesus' robe. Immediately, he knew someone had touched him, and he turned and said, Who touched me? The disciples said, There's this many people around us, and you ask, Who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody has touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people that she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. 
We hear this account from both Mark in chapter 5, verses 25 to 33, and Matthew in chapter 9, verses 20 to 21. And can you imagine what it was like for her to live 12 years in that kind of suffering, going from doctor to doctor in hopes they would cure her, spending her life savings, and no one would touch her? Could you imagine the pain and the suffering as she walked through the streets and people would look at her? I can imagine that because I've had those looks myself. When I think of her, all I can see is her hand reached out towards a robe, waiting and waving in front of her. In that moment, that moment of hope and anticipation, that moment of pure, heartfelt faith, she reached out. Jesus could have been angry, but instead he turned to her and said, Daughter, your faith has made you whole. Faith can bring healing. She had exactly what Hebrews 11 verse 1 tells us faith is. Confidence in what she hoped for and assurance about what we do not see. How much faith do you have? Is it the size of a mustard seed or an apple or a grapefruit? Do you have the faith it takes to walk through a group of people surrounding Jesus and reach out with hope and anticipation for his robe? The faith it would take to simply, in the midst of trial, reach out for him. If you haven't reached out for him, my friend, why not simply reach out now? For that in itself is a leap of faith. If you are sitting in a space in between, I want to share with you that you can be carried through. Jesus is waiting for you. He wants you to reach out and to know him. So my friend, if you don't know him, simply reach out now. When I reached out, I was lying in a hospital bed with no hands and feet. And I suddenly realized that I had been a sinner all my life. I had never thought of myself like that. Are you sitting in a space in between right now? Are you lying in a hospital bed or wondering how you can face an uncertain future? You don't have to face it alone. He will carry you if you simply reach out in faith. Do you remember the first time you jumped into a swimming pool? I can remember it well for it only happened a few years ago. I had hoped so long for swim legs, and when they finally arrived, the first thing I did was run and jump into the pool with my kids. Let's go back to the idea of what it felt like to run and jump into a pool. Can we go together? I stood against the wall of the swimming pool, looking at the edge, thinking I cannot wait to jump in. But there is fear there. Would I feel the bottom when I hit it? What if something went wrong? But as I took a deep breath and took my first steps across the ground tiles, then I was on the edge, and my prosthetic feet in replacement of my toes pushed off. I was airborne, and that was it. I was in between air and water. There was a big space before I hit the water. That space, <laughs> that also can be the space in between. And it's filled with hope, anticipation, 
and excitement and most importantly, faith, assurance in what we cannot see. Suddenly the water surrounded me and my toes or my prosthetic feet hit the bottom and I had to push myself back up. As I came up and took a breath, I couldn't believe what I just did. My friend, these moments, these spaces in between, we simply need to have the faith to reach out to Jesus, reaching out for the confidence in what we hope for, his help, his guidance, his love, his assurance of what we cannot see, which is him and our future. It simply takes hope, faith, and anticipation to just step out and cross that bridge or jump into that water. I hope you feel encouraged today to dive in to the deep faith that Jesus can bring. And if you are in a space in between that you know you don't have to carry it alone and that he can carry you through. I look forward to encouraging you to shine in our next episode. Until then, shine on and shine bright, my friend. His light is not meant to be hidden.